As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Bulls Talk Podcast. I'm Mark Shanowski, joined by Will Purdue, Kendall Gill, and Vincent Goodwill. We saw exactly what the Bulls want, guys. The young guys showed some improvement, and they lost the game. <laughs> Kendall, that's yeah. what you wanted. Well, that's not exactly what I want, but that's the formula for this year for success. For long-term for the success. Next, for long-term yeah. success. You know, the, the Bulls have to stay, which is what is good for us in our show. We have to stay have exciting games, but we really don't want them to win a lot of basketball games for the future. Exactly what you just said, Mark. And when Zach Levine comes back, then games like tonight, the close games, I think that they have a chance of winning those. I and think you, you get a win. You know the Gar and Pax yeah. were happy with this uh, outcome. Of tonight, course, right? of course they were. I'm sure Gar's probably strutting around with his chest <laughs> out tonight. What, what did 25 you, what, what for did you marketing call him earlier? Strutting like a peacock. I'm not going <laughs> to say anything else more about that. This but this is NBC Sports Chicago. We're proud as a peacock. <laughs> proud. That's, that's why Mark Shanowski is the host of this. He brings it all together. No, look, Larry Marketing played well. Chris Dunn showed some flashes. Mm-hmm. They lost. If nothing else, and you guys know this, the one thing that this front office wants to do is justify the Jimmy Butler trade. So that means yeah. that Zach Levine has to pan out. And however that, mm-hmm. however that pans out, however you define that, that's what happens. Larry Marketing has to pan out. They're still going to catch all the hell for the Jordan Bell trade because they deserve to. Chris Dunn, if he turns out to be a serviceable point guard in this league, then they can at least tell and sell the public that they got something for it. Did you see that one radio station in Chicago this week Uh was asking, would you reverse the Jimmy Butler trade if you could? And everyone is jumping on the bandwagon that the Bulls got it right. After And this was before tonight. After After a week? Yeah, after a week. Jimmy Butler is already yesterday's news. Isn't that amazing, though? Look, somebody somebody tells Chicago should have higher standards. Like, Mm -hmm. Kendall, you're from here. Mm -hmm. Y'all should have much higher standards. This is Michael Jordan, Walter Payton, like y'all got y'all should have some actual high standards. Don't settle for Scottie Pippen. Have Mike, have Michael Scottie Jordan Pippen's standards. The top 50 no, have the highest high of high standards. Don't sell for overrated status. Come oh, on now. Nah. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> I went there, Kendall. Let's go. We got, let's we're we're show we're you the look of disgust yeah, on Kendall's face. If, if, if they had traded Michael Jordan or Scottie Pippen or something, then you'd have a point. But they I'll take Jimmy, Jimmy Butler over Scottie Pippen. Oh my god, man. This Jimmy is, Butler you know playing the game seven. Oh, you know what, though, Will, this, oh, trade, yeah, this trade could eventually work out very well <laughs> from the Bulls' perspective because, you know, Jimmy Butler's 28, and with all the minutes he played under Tom Thibodeau, he may only have two more years where he's at his peak efficiency. Yeah. These three young guys down the road could turn out to be a great return for Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this, look, this is a long-term investment. It's sure. not short-term. Yeah. I, we're not playing the market for a couple days, and we're not looking to buy, buy mm-hmm. low and sell high. They made a decision that we were going in a new direction, which on the night of the draft, we all said, thank you. At least now we have a We direction. all said thank you? Well, you don't want to be the eighth seed in the East anymore. No, yeah, but, you, uh, but, but you're irrelevant at the, the eighth seed. You're, you're, you're wallowing in mediocrity. Here, but no, but here, here's, here's what I think. I think that sometimes we look at it and say, well, the Bulls were in their, their eighth seed, and that was the highest mm. that they could go with, with Jimmy Butler there. If they make better personnel moves, you're not an eighth seed. Now, luckily, they have Laurie Marketing, who can be a really good player. But let's not 
turned tonight into. Brad said he could be a superstar. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, and I can go on a date with Halle Berry and Neil Long if I play my cards <laughs> right. Please. Whatever. Well, like I said, it's a little. It's a little. That's a whole lot of money. It's a cherry auction. Exactly. This ain't cherry. Now up next, Halle Berry. This ain't this ain't cherry. salary. But what? Oh, he didn't know. Two years. But 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 seriously, I think we are we are so quick to jump to conclusions on either side. Laurie's going to have some games where he looks like absolute trash. Chris Dunn's going to have some bad games. Zach Levine isn't going to look like a superstar when he first comes back because ACL injuries are tough to come from. This takes a long time. It's not just this year for me. It's not just about this year. It's about the draft pick you make this year. It's about the the trades you make, what you do with the head coach. It's not just Jimmy Butler versus these three guys. But that's the way it's always going to be framed in the media. But listen, here's the thing. When the trade was made, we were all like, well, do we think they got value? Yeah. Do we think they got enough to be determined? But what's the most dangerous word in, uh, in professional sports? Potential. Mm-hmm. We knew that Chris Dunn had potential because he was the fifth, fifth pick. Most people talked about when he came out, he might have been the best guard in the draft. We know what Zach Levine can do because of the short uh, amount of work that he's done. You've seen how he's improved dramatically. If he can get healthy, yeah, but people are afraid that Lowry marketing might be two years away from being two years away. Okay, and, okay. Here's a question. It turned out that he's good. That he's ready right now. His, no, I got a question. No, here's yeah, a hypothetical. On, here's a hypothetical on. for you. I know Will. we'll get there. Okay, come on. <laughs> but then what people are forgetting about, as Mark just mentioned, we still have the draft pick next year. That's part of the trade. That no, guy. How's has, that part of the trade? That guy. That but because we're going to be bad. By making yeah, but the trade. That, that, and that's what that I'm saying. And, and, and that's what but you're – But be, we're, we're going to get that. Of it, right. Because here's what he's talking about. Because you're judging one if, against four, five, six, yeah, seven things. If you, things, if you, you stick in that. the same route we're taking, we still have D. Wade's contract. Jimmy Butler is here, and we're fighting for that seventh or eighth seed, and we're picking 15th or 16th. That, but we're here, not picking in the lottery. But here's, here's one thing you're missing. You're – you're taking the onus off of the front office to uh-huh. go out. Wait, wait. To go out and do their jobs while you have a Jimmy Butler saying, "Well, this is Jimmy Butler, and this is what we have, and we're going to do nothing else because the seventh or eighth spot is our ceiling." I'm saying, no. Having Jimmy Butler is not enough. You go out and you make trades. The Eastern Conference. You look at Cleveland tonight. You look at Cleveland this season. They look like trash. So if you go out and do your jobs, you find yourself with flexibility because Wade's contract was going to run off. Anyway, if you make a cup, it's easier to build around a guy, a top guy, than it is to go out and find one. Here's my hypothetical to all three of you guys at this table. Let's just say, had the Bulls played their cards right, Boston Celtics offer, let's say the Celtics offered Jason Tatum, that, that pick that they had, mm-hmm. number three, and next year's number one. Is that a better deal than what you got. Not if marketing turns out to be a star. Okay, okay, but here's the thing. Ifs and buts for candies and nuts. Yeah, but 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 we're but this is this is speculation. This is all what we're doing. What exactly. I'm saying is you were still going to be bad, Mark, this year, and a better draft. So you'd have had Tatum, which I think is going to be a fabulous player, and you would have your pick and another top five pick. But the but you know what but I'm saying? But so Benny, they so didn't. My, uh, but what I was Danny saying, Danny Ainge didn't offer that. But the Bulls didn't play their cards right. They could have gotten it. And here was my question. Here was my question to you guys. It wasn't about trading Jimmy Butler. It was did they get enough? And I still don't think they got enough. It's to be determined. But here's the thing. We have talked about the mistakes that the Bulls have made enough to the point that we've gotten phone calls about, hey, lighten up. Because 
we were tired of sitting here talking about a team that was consistently making the same mistakes over and over yeah. again and barely making the seventh and eighth seed. Right. So we can go backwards and talk about the mistakes they made. About but we can talk they, about what they can do now. And, or what we can talk about what they did now. And what we can say now is they got the market in one right. Because when they drafted him, there's always the word, again, potential with a big man because it's, it, he only was one year at Arizona. So right. we weren't 100% sure. And Mark was exactly right. He could be that guy that's two years, two years away from being good. Right, like Nico. So what is the window? And now the question is, here we go. Where do we start at? We know we're not going to win a lot of games, but we're continually seeing improvement from marketing. We saw a little bit from, from Chris Dunn. And only his second game. And only his second game. Yep. And we're now waiting with bated breath. When is Zach Levine coming back? Because then, as Kendall talked about, I want those guys to put the coaches in a position where, for whatever reason, this team's winning two, three, four games in a row, and all of a sudden, like, oh, hey, we're winning too many games. We're losing spots in the ping pong draw. Right, we got to wrap things up here. I just want to get one quick thought from Kendall on Chris Dunn. What did you see from him in the game against Miami, and do you think he can be the starting point guard going forward? I absolutely think that he should be the starting point guard because that is your future. That why, why waste time in, in putting somebody else in that position when you see uh, somewhat – of what he can do defensively he, he gets hands on basketballs uh, offensively he puts pressure on the other team's defense and you know he hit a couple of jump shots which we know is his weakness he has to continue to work on that but the only way the guy is going to get better is if you put him on the floor just throw him in the fire right now That's and that dunk over Kelly Olenek gives Bulls fans hope that maybe they have indeed found their point guard of the future I don't want to set Vinny off because we're running out of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's going to do it for this edition of the Bulls Talk Podcast. My thanks to Vincent Goodwill, Kendall Gill, and Will Purdue. Don't forget we will be here on NBC Sports Chicago Friday at 5.30 for Bulls pregame live, setting the stage for the Bulls against the Orlando Magic. You can find all of our podcasts at NBCSportsChicago.com slash podcasts. We're also available on Apple Podcasts. We'll be coming at you again real soon. So long, everybody. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.